Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. All right, this is Off the Edge, and we are back. Jake Allenbogen here, Cameron Lynch over there, and uh, we're wrapping up this series. We'll bring in another one uh, soon. That's all we're going to say. <laughs> not not going to... Well, well, we'll tease a little bit. Our next episode yeah. is going to be some fire. All right. Some but, surprises coming up, Jake. <laughs> yes. And uh, there's, uh, let's just say the origin of said person. It's hiding in plain sight. I'm not going to say it. You already know what I'm talking about. Uh, it is hiding in plain sight uh, on screen right now. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> so we got a fun show for you guys today. Uh, we're going to be talking about the safeties, wrapping it up, our top 10 safeties in the league. Uh, we're going to you know, go through our honorable mentions and all of that. Uh, before we do, I'm just going to throw uh, over to you. Bet Online is your number one source for all your basketball info, stats, news, and scores. Get the latest odds and lines and the latest matchup reports for this year's NBA playoffs. Bet Online is your sports intel HQ this season as we have you covered for all your insider sports wagering needs from basketball, MLB, NHL, golf to UFC and boxing. It's the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info, including live betting options and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your home. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Be sure to use our promo code BELIEVE to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit bet online where the game starts cam i didn't ask you before i went into that but how you doing my guy man i'm doing well my guy we're talking about the safeties this is the final final list of you know our series we're gonna have more lists later on but i'm not gonna lie jake it's gonna be nice to take a little a little rest from our top 10 and getting the tweets like hey this list sucks so i'm like <laughs> every time I, I i post something and i get that i'm like hey what's your list man like Share with me what you think. A lot of times, you want to go, go, bro. You want to go? Want to go? <laughs> and not even, and not even that. It's just like, okay, if you don't like this list, like share with me what your list is. So a lot of times, the folks on Twitter, if you don't like the list, drop your list, my guy or my gal. Like, show me what you're talking about, so we can we can figure this out a little bit. So, um, and a lot of times, too, Jake, we always get the cuss words like, "Why the f is this person not on the list?" And it's like, well, if you listen to the show, you know we got honorable mentions. So. Yeah, man, it, it's going to be fun to go through this list. And I'm sure we're going to get some curse words or people, you know, wondering why their person <laughs> isn't on this list. So I'm excited. To, I'm excited to go through. <laughs> man, someone got on your nerves, Cam. I've never heard you like this. <laughs> no, not even that, Jake. Not even that. It's just, you know, sometimes you get people who who try you and it's like, OK, well, what, what's your what are your thoughts then? You know, share with me. What do you think? So don't just badger me, you know? Yeah. Uh, I'm sure no, you, you, get it, you get it. You get it all the time, bro. You get it all the time. <laughs> for me, for me, I think just being a football professional, like if you don't like what you see, then give me some constructive criticism, and let's get better together because it's going to be a long season. That's my thought process. There. What are your thoughts when you get the people that badger you on these lists? I mean, you got you got the obvious, you know, the the everyday trick in the book. You'd be like, all right, well, I play in the NFL. What did you, you know? But you don't do that. You know, and I've seen players that do that. So I respect you for not doing that. I, I got to say one thing. Okay. In this, in regards <laughs> to this, I, yeah. I love each and every one of you that listen and, and all that interact and everything, but I got to say it will crack me up. If you comment on one of our things and say, where is, uh, where's this guy? Well, he's not on the list. So <laughs> that's where he is. He, he's, you know, it's like, <laughs> Oh, what about, Oh, he didn't make the list. I don't, I don't know what else to tell you. I mean, it's right there, black and white or whatever, you know, one through 10. He didn't make the list. It's, it's a full so, graphic. It, it's so funny to me. And I will never stop laughing over it when like you have like a top 10 power rankings for an offensive line. And someone's like, what about this team? Uh, they're not on there. I chose they, they're, they didn't make the top 10. I don't I, like I, how much more clear can it be? There's a graphic that shows this or like, uh, someone came at you. Uh, what about, uh, there was a certain, you know, corner or whatever that you left off. I think it was the, the guy oh, from wide receiver D hop with D Hopkins when I have D well, Hopkins on there. Well, no, I think it was AJ Terrell, the corner from the, the Falcons. He's like, yeah. where's AJ Terrell? Not to throw shade. Not to, I just think it's funny. I'm not saying you're a bad person. I just think it's <laughs> hilarious. And I always get a kick out of it. Uh, let's, let's dive into the honorable <laughs> mention section and before we completely attention. go off the yes. rails. 
<laughs> Please pay attention uh, to this section. <laughs> so, so this section here, uh, real quick, Cam, I'm, I'm just going to, you know, dive right into it. I got Micah Hyde, who I think could very well be in my top 10, but I decided, you know what? I'm going to keep him out. I, I think he could very well get back in there. He, he did miss all of last year and injuries aren't the entire thing. As we talked about, we're trying to be fair, but this list was so hard for me to make. So I have him at, at 11. For those of you that are wondering, where is Mike Hyde? He's 11. Chauncey Gardner Johnson's another one has the interceptions. That's great. I still think he has some holes in his game that kind of go. They, they kind of, they're covered up by the interceptions. We'll say, uh, tell Noah, uh, Hufanga. Okay. Wanted to put him in my top list. 10. I wanted to put him in my top 10. I, I really did. And for a while he was in my top 10 and I kind of switched it up a little bit. I think Hufanga is really, really good. And we've talked about it before. And this is an anti 49er thing. Cause I've had the 49ers on like every list, right? Like I was the one that had what, what's his face? Uh, you know, uh, um, the both brother, uh, you got well, a lot of people ward. I had Charvarius Ward oh. on my corners. So, That's true. so yeah, I, I know I'll, I'll get some hate for it, but I think Hufanga is, is a year or two away from the list. I really do. Um, you know, I, I think he probably this year, I would say, and I really do like his game. Don't get me wrong. I just think they're, they're bits and pieces of his game. I think uh, that he needs to, you know, hone in and, and, and get better. And I think mainly we talk about he's, good in coverage he's not elite in coverage he shows you the break on the ball i think that's definitely fair but he's not quite where like it, to get in the top it, this is a tough top 10 to crack uh buddha yeah. baker didn't make it for me and i what? think he's fantastic yes uh really like buddha baker this one was probably the most painful was marcus williams because i think he's definitely deserving mm. but it's just so hard at this point you kind of you're, you're splitting hairs he's such a great safety though i mean he really is and what he went through uh with you know the the fail uh you know the whole fail thing new orleans versus i think what was it the eagles or, or the vikings it was and I, that that whole thing man that the minneapolis miracle i feel for him but he's bounced back and he's a really good player um that's one guy there then i have javon holland of miami who had a fantastic rookie year his second year he tailed off a little bit this year now with Ramsey, we'll see what he can do. I think he'll be back up there, and he could very well be in the top 10. Uh, another guy I had a really hard time leaving off was Cameron Curl, who has gotten better in every aspect of his game. And quite honestly, he just missed it for me. I kept going back and forth. Is there any way to get him in there? No, but he could get there this year. Cameron Curl of the Washington football team, Commanders, if that's even their name at the start of the season, he is a hell of a player definitely know who he is and then Ronnie McLeod shout out to him uh, we've go. talked about him before I don't think he gets enough love he's coming off maybe his best season of his career in Indy and I think he's signed with the Browns if I'm not mistaken but yeah I just wanted to give a mention to him I think he's an absolute stud there was a guy I was going to give a mention to but then I elevated him to the top 10 so that's where Good. we're at okay uh, I'll stick with Ronnie McLeod <clears throat> McLeod Jake I have him as well on my honorable mentions I played with him at the Rams, Jake. So just to see his journey, he started as a special teamer and then he built his way up into a starting role. And then he's going to the Eagles, winning a championship, being the captain of a championship team, and then going to the Colts and running that running that defense on the back end with some great linebackers in front of him. So Rodney McLeod, you talk about someone who has been undrafted and then climbed their way up to Jake, when he gets traded to some of these teams and you think about his valuation, he's, I would say, value now is like up to a third-round draft pick, right, where he was undrafted. And I think now it's like, oh, we should have drafted this guy because he's finding success on multiple teams. So he has he has a – he used to podcast here on Believe as well, Jake. And so he might still be doing it. I'm not sure what that looks like because he's over there collecting his check over at the Browns in Cleveland. But, <laughs> you know, shout-out to, to Rodney and just seeing his, his success is very, very impressive. So you talked about what before we hop in the show, some of the, the young the young blood that we want to add on this list. And so similar to DeAndre Hopkins, I want to pay respects in my honorable in these honorable mentions. So please focus for you folks out there. Jamal Adams, right? Jamal Adams, he is one of the best of the best, you know, safeties in this league. And um, we talk about breaking the sack record as a safety position in the 2019, 2022, 2020 season. 
super impressive, right? Going to 2021, he was the top 31 player in the league. Um, I think we have to focus on him, <clears throat> and we can't deny him at all. We'll talk about the energy he brings to the level that we talk about, how dynamic he is um, in this game of football. We can't ignore that. I know he's been injured. He's been working through some things, so hopefully this year he's able to jump on this list, but I think he he could be a Hall of Famer. Um, we'll see what that looks like. Another guy, Jake, um, a little guy that's a little bit older as well, Harrison Smith. Uh, I'm not sure he might be on your list. We, I'm not sure, but I oh, like wow. him a lot, though. I've liked him for a long time. Just a guy that can do it all. Yeah, he can do it all. I, we got to mention him, right? We talk about DeAndre Hopkins. We got to respect some of these players that have been in the game for a little bit. We call them dinosaurs a bit, Jake, but you know they all they run the show. We talk about the safety position. They set the tone a little bit back in the day, and they they're still kicking now. Um, but Harrison Smith, you talk about like um, Jamal Adams and Harrison Smith, Harrison Smith. I think about the DNs list that we had, right? Think about like the Chandler Jones, some of the older guys that are still kicking and making it happen. But Harrison Smith still, still a baller. He's a captain of his team. Um, some of the notes I have from him, he makes big plays, Jake. He hits really hard. Uh, he's a tall guy, so he could, he can, he can punish people. Uh, he can take the football away as well. So I got him there. And then Marcus Williams, who didn't make, the top 10 list but like you said you you got to pay respect pay homage um to a, a great center fielder who can find the football um for the ravens so um that's my honorable mentions list jake it, it's a strong one and some folks like i said might be upset that uh, jamal adams or harrison smith is not on this list but hey it changed the guard a little bit so we got them on honorable mentions absolutely so without further ado here's number 10 New England Patriots safety Kyle Duggar. If you don't know who he is, get used to him. Okay. Lenore Ryan had the privilege of interviewing him during the draft process, you know, when he was coming out. And I mean, like I said, he came from Lenore Ryan. I mean, he's really put himself (laughs) on the map. And, you know, when you look at Duggar, immediately what stands out is his tenacity as a run defender, you know, his ability and run support. But he's also really worked his way into becoming a good coverage guy. And I think just his all around game is really just starting to develop and take off. And, um, you know, the sky's the limit with him. I think he can even be better right now. I believe he's 26, 27 years old. Um, but he is in the right defense. He is in the right scheme. He's with the right coaching. Uh, the Patriot way is definitely working out for him. So I have Kyle Duggar at number 10. I like that, Jake. I'm someone who is, isn't in such a great defense, uh, but the defense is getting a lot better because of some of the pieces they picked up in the off season, but someone from the bears, Jake, I got Eddie Jackson. I, I want to show love to Eddie. This guy flies around to the football. He flies around to the football. I know Crazy. he's getting crazy he's getting Edmonds right on his team he's getting some nice corners on the outside so he's getting some help and so I wanted to make sure that I I paid respect for him I had him a little bit higher Jake but before the show we talked about some of the young blugs and some of the exciting people um I'm gonna talk about next I I put them a little bit ahead of him but I got Eddie Jackson like I said I gotta show respect he he does a great job of knocking that football out and when you cut on the tape he's gonna be by the football right he's gonna be by the football if he's chasing someone down um, we talk about the safety position a lot of times people don't realize, but you are the last line of defense. As a safety, our coach used to always say, uh, Greg Williams or the Rams, he always used to say, he said, back the hell up. When the ball snaps and you play safety or you're in coverage, back the hell up. Because he said, there's a song that goes in my head. If you're a safety, you get beat over top and your first step isn't back because the quarterback is doing a run read and then, you know, going to a pass. But he said, it's cut me, 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 right? He does not like to see his safeties get, get bombed. And as you know, Greg Williams likes to blitz his safety. He likes the guys to be aggressive. But if they're not blitzing, they need to, to have the right step. But just if you are indecisive, you don't know, back up. Take a couple steps back. And that'll allow you to play play fast and get to where you need to go. But I got Eddie Jackson as my number 10 there, Jake. I remember <clears throat> Eddie Jackson with Vic Fangio should have been illegal. I mean, it was it, ridiculous. I, yeah, I, I'll yeah. never forget Sam Bradford trying to throw to the, the far left sideline. And he's trying to hit, I think it was Larry Fitzgerald. And Eddie Jackson is playing center field. And he kind of leans a little bit over to the right side and then cut off Bradford's bomb to Larry Fitzgerald like easily like he made it look easy uh just that range is just not coachable you either have that Mm -hmm. or you don't and if you're I don't care if you're a human in the NFL what 
you're most likely don't have that type of range. It's very rare to have what he has. Um, number nine is a guy I am thrilled about in the words of the late, great Steve jobs, uh, Ryan Neal. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ryan Neal needs to be a household name now. Okay. He got an opportunity finally to, to really showcase. And I've always liked this guy <clears throat> and Jamal Adams, who you mentioned goes down with an injury. Like it was either the first game or the second game. And Ryan Neal steps in and he was PFF's number one safety. First off second, mm-hmm. he was tied for the most pass breakups in the league for a safety with six. He had a 77 uh, quarterback rating when, you know, thrown against him. And this is somebody who only gave up two touchdowns and really just showed you the ability and coverage, but also the ability as a run defender. He already has everything that you could ask for. And he's got good size. He can play that pseudo linebacker too. And he's going to your former Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He is going to have a blast playing with Antoine Winfield Jr. So I have to say, Ryan Neal, I'm going to give him his credit. I'm probably going to get a lot of blowback on that graphic, but I don't care because I've watched the tape. (laughs) I've watched this guy. I think he's the real deal. I think he is a secret superstar. And uh, I don't know how secret he should be when PFF already is saying that he's the best safety uh, this past year. So I don't know. That's real. That's real. And another thing too, Jake, for some folks that are out there, it's like, hey, how can you discount like a Jamal Adams, you know, guys who've been in the game, but these guys that are up and coming, we want to show them some love. We want to attract them. We want to show them some love. Guys like Jamal Adams, Harrison Smith, they've had their shine. They've had their shine. We want to, you know, put people up here who have been balling out recently and, Another one who has been balling out recently, talk about a secret superstar, Telenoa Hufunga. We talk about, uh, when I see him, Jake, I feel that Troy Palamalu, and it's it's a it's a jump, it's a reach, right? He's not Troy, Troy yet. He has not um, been in the league long enough to show that. We think about guys coming from USC, you know, with that uh, Samoan, with that Samoan hair, and just the way he plays the football and that feel for the game. I'm not going to lie, Jake. Talk about Jamal Adams being super exciting, um, electric, this guy, he, he's one of the most exciting guys I think that's on this list. Um, some of these people on the list, they make it look easy, right? Like you think about Minka and, and whatnot, some of these folks. But Hufunga, Jake, when I watch him, I'm like, man, like he's going to change the game like this, right? Like he's more of those, the, one of those grand slam players where he'll pick off the football, go running back for a touchdown, begin of the game, and he'll do it again at the end of the game, right? And so we think about some of his numbers. Um you know, last year he got drafted in 2021. So this is his, his going on his third year. But you think about the sophomore slump. There was no sophomore slump for him. He had four interceptions, um, 67, 67 tackles. I think he had 20, 28 the year before. So he's only heating up, right? You talk about a little baby song, uh, heating up. I'm, I'm heating up. Whatever, however that song, however that song goes, Hufunga is heating up. Um, he is one of the players I think. He's number nine on my list now, Jake. I, I would like to see him in the top five next year. I think he's going to get that good. So, like I said, he's one of the most exciting safeties on this list. Um, we, we cover the Rams as well, and we see him eating against the Rams. Jake. We see him eating against some of these divisional opponents, and it's just really exciting to see. I mean, he's stripping the football. He's tackling the ball behind the line of scrimmage. He's intercepting. He's running the other way. He's calling game on teams. Like, it's it's really cool to see. And like I said, he's not the he's not Troy Palomalu, but if we can get someone close to him in Hufunga, I think we have a possibility. So it's really exciting to see him play. And I got Hufunga at number nine on my list. Yeah, you know he was originally in my list. It's just it's it's hard, man. There's so many to fit. Yeah. Um, speaking of which I didn't fit Micah Hyde, but I did fit his counterpart, his teammate, Jordan Poyer. Let me just say right now, I think nice. there's a chance Micah Hyde's better than Jordan Poyer, but I think I can trust Poyer going into 2023, which is what this <clears throat> is. <clears throat> I can trust Poyer's availability more. I feel like Hyde is more injury prone. You know, I don't love using that term. It, it's kind of muddy, but you know, he's he's more likely to get hurt based on what we've seen than Poyer. So mm-hmm. I I have Poyer at eight. I think Poyer needs to, you know, what what you get with him is an elite cover guy. Um, I mean, I think last year he 
like quarterbacks had a 14 passer rating when targeting him <laughs> just crazy insane numbers right uh mm-hmm. this past year you know quarterbacks you know fared a little bit better i think he gave up what 89 uh was the passer rating so i mean that's obviously better and more success against him he also didn't have micah hyde next to him and he also dealt with some injuries and trey white was out so there was Mm -hmm. a lot of stuff going on so i think that that hurt his case a little bit but at the same time this is just somebody to me that is an elite cover safety i think when you you're looking for a guy that can help you in run support can you know stop the run uh can tackle Poyer's not that guy, but I think he's so good as a cover guy. Like it, it balances it out for him to get in this top 10. So it's tough leaving other guys out that are good at both, but Poyer's so much better than most guys at in coverage that I'm going to give him the nod. He He's at eight here for me. Jake, he's at number eight for me too. Uh, you know, I, our honorable mentions were a little bit different. Our, our last two were a little bit different, but we had him, He to be honest, Jake, when I first started this list, he was on my honorable mentions. Then I was like, wait Sam. a minute. Like, th- this doesn't even add up. This doesn't even sound right, right? You think about the run that they had when they lost against the Chiefs, right? That last, last couple plays um, where they dropped the ball. Jordan Poirier, he had a great season that year. He had to run up run up against Patrick Mahomes, who is, you know, you're similar to your Michael Jordan, right? I got the Michael Jordan jersey on, but you, you have a generational type player that you're playing against, and it doesn't matter who the hell is back there. Patrick Mahomes is going to do what he's going to do. And so that year, Jordan Poyer had a great season. My man, I think my man had like five interceptions, uh, his first interceptions in the league, um, you know, 61 tackles. So he, he was crushing in that 2020-2021 season. Um, and he's also captain of the defense, Jake. And so when a defense is that good, when Josh Allen is finding so much success because guys like Poyer is getting him the football back. I think I was watching some of the his teammates talk about him in the top 100 list, and they were like – I just I just hear the crowd screaming. I look up and I know it's Poyer running the football back because he intercepted it. So to have that, um, your, your teammates to have that faith in you, Jake, uh, I think that that speaks a lot of volumes. Uh, and talk about ball hawk, he gets the football back to his, his team. Um, and then also too, he doesn't make any mistakes, Jake. That's another thing. He's really smart. Whenever you're leading the league in interceptions, that means you have foresight. That means you're seeing the play happen before it does. And at safety, you have to, Jay, because if we talked about this, if you are not deep enough, you're going to get beat. If your first step is wrong, you're going to get beat. And so for Jordan Poyer, he is making the right decision consistently during the season and also in the postseason, also with the Buffalo snow hitting your face <laughs> on a daily basis. And so for him to succeed in those environments, in those conditions, got to throw him on the list so i got jordan poirier here at number eight as well jake he he's a baller and hopefully he the, not only him jake but the bills in general they can figure this shit out because joe burrow is coming through patrick mahomes is still coming through so they got a lot of work to do <laughs> so number seven here i'm gearing up for the inevitable uh blowback how is he this low and i'll i'll preface it because while i'm going to give him credit i'm also going to explain right now just get out of the way why i have him this low uh mm-hmm. he was fourth for safeties in yards given up in coverage mm-hmm. i'm talking about justin simmons who i think mm-hmm. is really good i think he's a tad overrated by the consensus mm-hmm. i really believe that i think he is really good and overrated doesn't mean bad, but I mean, I see sometimes he's ahead of like Minka Fitzpatrick and I'm like, Oh, are, are we, are we sure about that? Like, are, are we sure before you submit right. that as fact, like, can, can we go back a little bit? Here's the thing. Okay. His job was easier this year because of the emergence of Pat Sertain. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I kind of feel like he had a down year and going Mm. into 2023. I mean, in a way, this is almost like a power ranking, right? I mean, I really like Justin Simmons, but I don't think it's unfair for me to put him at seven. And so when it's really hard to kind of narrow it down and other guys do other things better, um, and you see Simmons struggling in, you know, the run defense department, struggling to make tackles, you know, he had a 17.3 missed tackle percentage. 
Yeah, I th- I think it's fair. He makes the, you know, he definitely makes the list. Now, I'm, I don't have any knock on him, but I, the reason I'm like, this is longer and it, it's, it's addressing. Why is he so low? That's why. I like him. Don't get me wrong. This is not hate. I think he's a really good talent. And I like those bosses. I do. Um, but he's not a top three guy. Like, I feel like he's going to get pushed to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I got him. I got him close up there. So I, I feel you on that. I feel you on that. Um, and like you said, the, the last season didn't go as well. So respect, respectfully. Um, my, my next person, Jake, that I have here, someone that I just, he's one of my favorites, Jake. He's one of my favorites, just his energy that he brings to the game, uh, the tenacity. I think I refer to him a lot, but Buda Baker. I want to throw Buddha Baker up the, up there. I want to respect Buddha. Um, we talked about the alignment of a safety, and one of the notes for him is he doesn't really make false steps. His first step is usually the right step. And so he might be lined up 25 yards back, heels on that 25-yard line. But when I say my man gets the line of scrimmage in a blink of an eye, right when that ball snap, he can do it. Um, you talk about a Tasmanian devil, um, someone who can be from this side over to this side, um, weaving through traffic, going through big offensive linemen and making a play, screaming and and just having a good time. Buda Baker is that guy, Jake. Um, he's a captain as well. I think I always refer to this hard knock clip where he's like, Man, we gotta step the F up, like we gotta go. And you don't really, I don't say you don't really see many guys doing that, but at the safety position with his, you know, with his size, I mean, my my man's five, oh, he's five ten, not you know, he's a decent size, but he does look smaller. This way he plays, he's like a, a little bullet out there. Um, but he's one of my favorite, one of my favorite safeties to watch, Jake, just his energy, what he brings to the game. I mean, he can play in the box. He can blitz. He can pretty much do it all. So I, I have Buda Baker there on my list. Um, and like I said, man, you just turn on the tape. And I, I think I remember hearing something, but like one of the offensive coaches were saying, hey, that guy, number three, we need to match that energy. Like whatever he's bringing to the game on our football team, we need to bring that same energy. So, you know, not only is he is he affecting his own teammates, but he's an example for other teams to say, hey, this is how the game of football should be played. So I just want to put put him up there because, like I said, his leadership skills and just what he brings to the game of football. I'm not really finding it amongst other safeties, Jacob. You know, you got Jamal Adams who has brings that same that similar energy and your Tyron Matthews, but he, he's very special, and I, I want to put him on this list, uh, Jake, at number – I think it's number seven here. So number six, I'm going to go with a guy who plays for your former team, Antoine Winfield Jr. I think he mm-hmm. – I'm going to say something bold here, but I, I can back it up because the guy has a 2.6 missed tackle percentage. I think he's the best tackling safety in the league. Mm-hmm. Like, full stop. Like – I think that, you know, last year was a little rough around the edges as a, a cover guy, but I think he's such a reliable tackler. He's so good mm-hmm. in the run defensive department that when I look at somebody like him, you can send him on the blitz. You know, you know that he's going to get home to the quarterback. He's so quick to react. Um, I mean, the guy had what four sacks last year as a safety. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's good. That's it's good. not such a ball Adams, you know, edge defender. Good. But, but here's the it's, thing. Okay. It's good. A- Antoine Winfield jr. He's got the bloodline and he's definitely doing his pops proud because this guy is every bit on that level. He is a top 10 safety. I actually had a really hard time keeping him out of the top five. I think really the only thing that does it is giving up over a hundred passer rating to quarterbacks. And that's fair. I think that's fair, right? But no, I think he is just somebody, he's already this good at this age. He's already won a Super Bowl. He's had the taste of winning. He is going to be so good when Mm -hmm. he hits that full potential, the full ceiling, everything's tapped out. You're talking about him at age 28, 29. He might be the best damn safety in the league. Hmm. I like that. It's strong. I mean, they have strong defensive backs over there. Um, you said Neil's coming, going over there. You got Carlton excuse me, on the other side. He has a great Jamel Dean, like brother Dean, you know, he's a great tackler as well. So you, 
you got a lot of guys that can play football and you think about the you think we talked about offensive line units you think about defensive back units that's a strong defensive back unit you think about how they've been molded and shaped with tom brady as well trust me they've been getting torched and taught many <laughs> lessons <laughs> through tom brady i'm sure just through that practice uh for the couple of years that he was there off seasons and so i'm sure tom is teaching them so much that they're just their game is going to elevate to the next level another person i want to talk about jake um, someone who has played with another great quarterback in Joe Burrow is Jesse Bates the third. I, I want to call him out on, on this list. I got to show him love. Now, Jesse Bates, he's not the most flashiest. You know, he's not going to be a Buddha Baker who's screaming down, you know, 100 miles an hour to make a tackle in the backfield. He's not like a, a Hufunga who was going to make that whoa type play. Jesse Bates is going to be in the right place at the right time more often than not, right? You think about your, your Jordan Poyer, Jesse Bates. I, I like to think of them as that that smart, cerebral, cerebral, crafty player. That's a note I have for Jesse is he's a really crafty player. Um, he led this defense to multiple playoff runs. So you talk about you talk about the Bills and how Jordan Poyer was able to, you know, effort that defense. Jesse Bates is the captain of his defense of what, as well. So he was able to push them forward, right? He's able to sharpen Joe Burrow's skill set. Joe Burrow is, I want to say he isn't as great as he is if it weren't for this defense. But you think about practice, you think about even right now, June, July, like they're sharpening their their skill set with great defensive players like Jesse Bates. I know he's going to the Falcons now, but, you know, these guys are making their quarterbacks better. So you have great quarterbacks. Well, who the hell's on the other side making them better? And, and you know, you got to think about Jesse Bates, who these guys have made Super Bowl appearances in, Unfortunately, Aaron Donald <laughs> has spoiled those, right? But um, you you gotta you gotta love what they bring to the table um, from this from the defensive side. So I, I gotta respect Jesse Bates and have them as my um, as my safety there. And you talk about real quick, talk about some of his numbers. Jake um, uh, last year he had four interceptions, so that was tied with, tied at seventh. Uh, he had fifty tackles, which is really good. And then twenty twenty one, the year w- wasn't as great, but then go to twenty twenty. Um, had three interceptions and, and 87 tackles, and and I think they made it pretty far uh, in in the playoffs. So Jesse Bates, I got him, I got him locked in uh, on my list, Jake. Yeah, no, I'm a big fan of Jesse Bates, and I'll get to him in a little bit. But I'm going to go with Tyron Matthew to round to start off my top five here uh, at five here. Uh, Tyron Matthew is just a guy that can really do it all. You know, he has that. Um, you know, that cornerback, obviously a ton of cornerback experience, you know, he's the cornerback safety and that coverage experience has really gone a long way. Um, he's one of the best cover safeties in the league. You know, he can rush the passer, you know, from obviously a blitzing standpoint, you don't want him to his small body, the honey badger, you don't want him coming off the edge, but no, I mean, I think just he's, he's got the total package. And when he became available, it was a little bit of a shock for people. Um, and the saints pounced on him and it was a good thing they did because he was fantastic last year playing over, uh, you know, 1100 snaps. And and you talk about that playing all 17 games. Um, it's, it's a hell of a job for him to, to be doing that. He's not the biggest guy. He throws himself around. Like, you know, he likes getting the car accidents. Uh, this is somebody that really loves to be feisty. They call him the honey badger for a reason. Um, you know, quarterbacks targeting him allowed, you know, there's like a 65% completion or not, uh, completion, but excuse me, the, uh, passer rating 65%, uh, passer rating. I I think when you look at him, he is definitely a top five safety. Um, you know, I came really close to putting Antoine Winfield Jr. here, but I think the thing that holds him back is that Tyra Matthew is just a better cover guy. And look, Winfield Jr., the tackling ability, the run defensive ability, and just how young he is is enough to get him high up the list, but wasn't enough to pass a guy who's tried and true, consistent Tyra Matthew. And another thing I'll add, Winfield only was able to play 13 games. Tyra Matthew played all 17. I always like respect the hell out of that. Cause this is a guy like, yeah, come on, he's, he's a veteran. He could get away with, Oh, you know, I'm not really feeling like playing today or whatever. No, he played all 17 and the saints weren't exactly a playoff team, you know? So yeah, that, that, I mean, we talked about that on the flip side with Ramsey, with Bobby Wagner, 
it, it means a lot to me when you see a veteran that's already tasted a Super Bowl win, um, that's already been there at their highs, that's still willing to give it their all at their lows. You're right, Jake. I mean, the guy was drafted in 2013. You think about like LSU at that time when Odell was coming out, like you had Odell Beckham, but then you also had the honey badger, like his, he's returning punts, right? We're in that number like seven. And he, he was that guy, Jake, you think about safeties, like who do I want to be like? Oh, I want to be like the honey badgers. He's blocking kicks. He's doing anything and everything. And of course now like his role is he's trying to bring it in a little bit where he just have to do everything and be Superman. But Tyron Matthew at one point was Mr. Super, Super, Mr. Football, and I have him as well at number five, Jake. Um, we talk about the dinosaur. You talk about someone who has figured out how to stay available. This game of football, you got to be available. You can't make the team in the ice tub, as you said. And this is someone who has made sure to take care of his body, to make sure to push the needle forward. Um, and not saying he's like a Cameron Hayward, because you think about the dinosaur, the defensive line, who is still there. Tyron Matthew, I feel like, is one of those guys who is still there, still kicking. Um, you talk about in 2020, Jake, when he played for the Chiefs, my man was first in the NFL with interceptions. He had six of them. <clears throat> he still finds a way to get to the football. He still finds a way to be super productive day in and day out. Like you said, he's taking those hard, he's taking those car crash hits where he's like, you know what? I don't care if they're bigger than me. It doesn't matter. I'm about to go in there and make the tackle anyways. Um, he's talking smack. He's bringing energy to the game. He's been the captain of his defenses. And so, and you, a lot of times too, what I like about Tyron Matthew is when he speaks on like those top 100 lists about other safeties, he's giving you points to take away and think about. We talk about range. You talk about um, football smartness. He knows football. He's a football guy. And it's, it's really cool to see him develop from his early days until now. Um, even off the field, Jake, some of his nonprofit stuff, the stuff he does around St. Um, New Orleans and whatnot. He is a great representation of this game of football, and it's really good to see him doing well. Because sometimes a guy with that superpower, that superstardom coming out of LSU, you know, you see him go and then like, oh, okay, where are they headed, you know? But a guy like him, he's continuing to to uh, um, to ascend, and he has a Super Bowl. Hey, are we talking, talking about a Hall of Famer? I think so. So Tyron Matthew, number five on my list. Yeah, he's he's really fantastic when you look at just his body of work and when he decides to hang it up, there's there's going to be no regrets uh, with his career because he's had a hell of a career. Um, mm -hmm. Number four is the guy you already mentioned. I won't get too much into, uh, you know, due to time constraints. Uh, but Jesse Bates, the third, I'm a fourth. I, I, you know, for a while, I thought he was actually the best safety in the league uh, just because it's just like you need Jesse Bates to be on his game. He's on his game. There, there's no if, ands or buts about it, but, and I, I just said, but, but here's the thing, um, <laughs> Bates, you know, playing on that, that, uh, franchise tag last year, I felt like Bates wasn't quite where he's used to being. And I feel like this past year kind of brought him home and okay, you're feeling good about him. Um, I think he's going to be great in Atlanta. I think he's exactly mm -hmm. what they need. He just, you said Mr. Consistency, uh, you really don't have to worry about a drop off in his game. Just is always in the right spot. Really intelligent guy. Uh, we saw he had the interception off Stafford in the Super Bowl. I mean, that was, that was huge. That was a momentum shifter. Um, but you know, this guy seems to always just be in the right position. He's not a ball Hawk, but he can make a play on the ball as we saw in the Super Bowl. And, this is somebody that I think is really consistent as a run defender. He's not somebody that's going to lay the wood necessarily. He doesn't have those big, like, you know, head turning Ooh. hits, but you know, sometimes those are just really like, they're cool, but just get hey, the guy down. A, a tackle is a tackle, right? I mean, if the ball doesn't that's come it. out, you achieve the same thing. So, uh, <laughs> that's so yeah, I got, I got Jesse Bates, the third, uh, at number four. Nice, nice, Jake. Who I have at number four? I have Justin Simmons at number four, Jake. Uh, so I know almost, I say, almost, almost top three, <laughs> almost top three. Not quite. Um, you mentioned some of the little inconsistency this past year. Um, so I'm gonna I'm, I noted that. Uh, but he's captain of his defense. So that's really important. I always want to notify that, especially in the safety position. And then Mr. Interception. I mean, these past couple of years, he's been top two. In interceptions and i'm not gonna lie when i have a guy back there playing safety who is the 
supposed to be the quarter that he has his eyes on the quarterback, the quarterback of the defense. I want him to intercept the football. The quarterback's going to throw it. I need somebody to go get it. And he's the one that's going to go get it. And I had to throw him up there, Jake. Um, some, some notes I had on him. He's just smooth. Like, it kind of looks a little too easy for him out there a bit. So, you know, the ball's in the air. It's like, oh, that's mine. Like, <laughs> don't even worry about it. Like, I'm, I'm going the other way. So I, I really like that. Um, you know, sometimes when you get into this top four to top five, their game is kind of like a little bit different than everybody else's. It's like, oh, they're kind of playing on another level where like, oh, it's a little bit too easy. And I, I saw that for him. Um, big play machine, interception machine, um, you mentioned some of you know the additions that he has, Mr. Sertain on the edge. That's going to really help him out uh, for the Broncos. So uh, I got high hopes for him, Jake. Right? Hopefully he can tighten his game up this year and he makes he gets a little bit higher on your list as well. But I got him at, at number four. So number three, I have what'll be a little bit of a surprise. I think some people have him one, some people have him two. I have him at number three, Derwin James of the LA Chargers. Yes. <laughs> I think I, I it was hard for me. He's definitely top three. Um, he can do everything. He's probably the closest thing that you're going to get in this league. Jalen Ramsey, willing to do everything, wanting to take on the role of everything. I think really his issue has been staying on the field and staying healthy. Yeah. Um, but when you look at him, I mean, he, he's, he's awesome. It, it, he's a mm-hmm. lot of fun to watch. He's what I would call a defensive weapon. Uh, you know, I don't even know if saying he's a safety is even fair to his game. Yeah. The thing that keeps him at three instead of a two or a one for me, uh, the availability factor. And then I think there are times where, you know, I want him to, to finish tackles better. Uh, this is, you know, he had 11.7 missed tackle percentages past year. I feel like he's one of those guys that will go for the big hit and he will come up empty, you know, occasionally, or, you know, they'll break a tackle on him. And I feel like he's somebody who, if, if he played a little bit more like Ramsey, that, that, you know, missed tackle percentage would go way down. And, and I think mm. that's the thing I love about Ramsey is that you look at it's textbook tackling. I think with Derwin, he has that capability but he wants to go and lay the wood and you you'll see sometimes he'll kind of turn his shoulder and try to give him a little check. And, you know, I would just rather see him just a form tackle, get him to the ground. Like we just talked about. Uh, so I have him in number three. I think he's a hell of a player. And number three is no, nothing against his game. I mean, by any stretch. Respect Jake respect. You mentioned disavailability. I think he goes so hard at what he does that his body just can't keep up. <laughs> it, just, yeah. it is what it is. And uh, But I like that, Jake. My number three, I got Kevin Bayard from Tennessee. I mean, we talk about captain, no captain. We talk about someone that's coming from third round, middle Tennessee, the Blue Raiders, and is still at Tennessee and is carrying that team, Jake, like on the defensive side. He's a force to be reckoned with. Um, talk about captain. He's a captain of that team. You talk about people who you see him, Jake. He's like the one that's screaming at the team and breaking down the huddles. Like, you know, you think about like Ray Lewis getting your team hype. Like Kevin, I don't want to say is the Ray Lewis, but he's the center, the focal point of that defense. And he's been doing it for a while. I would say leading the safety safeties and with 23 deceptions since 2017, um, he had a, he closed the game out against the Rams, right? With that pick six, which is unfortunate because we cover the Rams. So I had to put it down here at the <laughs> fact that he's still out here crushing it. Um, but Jake, he, he can play the position. He can play safety position and be in anywhere on the field and do it. So he can go out and cover a corner. He can go out, cover the slot. He can line up in the box, play, play there. He can line up at center field defensive end. It doesn't on the edge. It doesn't matter. Um, when it comes to the run game, he can force fumbles. His box play is next level. He leads the team in tackles, my guy. Like, that's a baller. So I, I got Kevin locked in at number three. He, he's really impressive, and I, I wanted to show him that respect. And I got him locked in at number two. 
Nice. I, I, you know, I think he he's just been doing it since 2016, and I hated when, uh, you know, I wanted him so bad in the draft, and I hated when they passed on him because mm. I, I just think that he's an absolute stud. He's been a stud since Middle Tennessee, and I loved watching his tape in college. But then he goes to the NFL, and it's the same thing. This guy has been asked to play over a thousand snaps every single season since 2017. He only played 656 his rookie year. But then they're like, all right, Kevin, that was that was a break for you, basically. Because now you're <laughs> going to be playing 1,000 snaps, at least 1,000 snaps every single season from here on out. And he's done that. And he is he has taken up the role. He played all 17 games this past year. Um, you know, when you look at him, he's just somebody that doesn't miss a lot of tackles. You know, at a 4.7 missed tackle rate. Um, you know, he's one of the best tackling safeties in the game. Like you said, his box work is just unbelievable. He's also an elite cover guy. He's an elite run defender. He's an elite safety. And if Minka <laughs> yeah. Fitzpatrick didn't exist, who's my number one, he would be number one because Minka Fitzpatrick is just of the, he's, he's just not of this planet. I mean, he's insane. Yeah. Uh, so he's number two for me. I, I get the feeling that you have Derwin at two and Minka at one, or do you have Derwin at one and Minka at two? Yeah, we can't have the same list, right, Jake? So I threw Derwin at number one. Okay. Um, ju just because the, the tackle on Travis Kelsey at the goal line, that play sticks sticks with me like no other. Just to see a Hall of Fame tight end, the best tight end in the game, you know, to, best tight end to do it next to Gronk, get Jake, like WWE picked up and freaking boom, like <laughs> – Bro, that's like to get in that position is super embarrassing. But like for Travis Kelsey, he wasn't embarrassed because it's Derwin James, right? It's like, yo, this guy's six three, whatever it is, and like he's so good that like, oh, I'm not surprised that he freaking dumped me before I scored a touchdown. Like to see that play, that's why I, said I got Derwin James as number one. Um, and then number two, I got Mika Fitzpatrick. So I know we're both going to talk talk about him. You got Mika as your number one, Jake. This guy, we talk about making the game look too easy. He does that. He he makes the game look too easy where he just flowing, where he's on a different level than other people. Um, and so just, just for the graphics, perfect, Jake. Jake, I have Derwin as my number one, so we both have different graphics. But Mika Fitzpatrick, super impressive. I have him as my number two. He's blocking field goals. He's blocking extra points. He's doing things that at a he's number one, but he's doing things that someone at the bottom of the safety list should be doing. So he's doing the little things right. And that's what makes him great. I'll pass to you to, to discuss your number one. I mean, it's just, it's, it's incredible what he's done. You know, uh, this is somebody that has 19 picks since 2018. He's been on two teams because remember, it was kind of weird. He was traded in 2019 by Miami. Everyone forgets he played for the Miami dolphins, yeah, uh, but yeah. he did. He's never had a sack in his career. But is that a mm. knock on him? No, because he's so good at everything you, you need him to be good at. I mean, this is somebody that can absolutely just, he can take any tight end out of the game. He can take a receiver out of the game because we did not know coming out of Alabama if this guy was going to play corner like Ramsey did because Ramsey was like, oh, is he going to be a safety? Is he going to be a corner? That was the question. And Minka was like, you know what? I'm going to play free safety. I'm going to play at the highest level in the league. And that's pretty mm -hmm. much what he's done since he's entered the league. I mean, he is just so good and he's so consistent. And, you know, when you talk about just what the Steelers need to get over the hump, you see their defensive line. It's great. But we need that guy, that last line of defense. Can you be that, you know, that guy? Can you close the door? Can you be the Mariano Rivera just comes in and just shuts the door down. And, and that's what he's done. And, and he's done that in more ways than one. When you look at the interceptions that he's had and he's taken, you know, uh, he's taken interceptions back for six. I mean, he's just, he's that dude. And so, you know, I think he's, he's phenomenal. And just the fact that you can play him all over the place. Uh, he has that versatility. Most of these guys really do at this point in the list, but um, it's hard, man. I mean, make Fitzpatrick, Derwin James, Kevin Byard, you could put them in any order. I, I think you could, there's an argument to be made for Kevin Byard being number one. I absolutely believe that there's an argument to be made there. It really is depending on what is your flavor. At the end of the day, I'm going with the guy that I think is more likely to be on the field. He's more consistent 
and he I wouldn't say he's more versatile because I would say more versatile you go with Derwin James more versatile the guy yeah, who's more likely it, yeah Derwin, Derwin calls the defenses so it's like oh that's crazy too you know yeah and I mean he could play linebacker he could play safety yeah. corner any of the corner positions like he could do it um Bayard is the guy who's going to be on the field at all times. He's going to be the leader. Mink is going to be the leader as well. I think Bayard is better in uh, run support. I think Minka is more explosion. Okay. If you need a big play, it's great to have a guy like Minka and it works because you have TJ Watt, you have Alex Highsmith, you have Cam Hayward. These are guys that are going to put pressure on the quarterback to get rid of the ball quickly. And Mink is going to be there if they get rid of it too quickly. Yeah, and you got Joey Porter Jr. now who's being the one of the sides yeah. of the, uh, the fields who can shut that down. So, and their team, Patrick Peterson, who was on your list, I ooh, believe. So there you go, Pat P. Yeah, this Steelers team is looking dangerous. Playoffs again, we'll see. But yeah, and, then, and like finally capping off on Duran James, he he calls a defense, which is really cool. You see a safety stepping in a, in a linebacker position to call the defense for the defensive line. That's leadership, and so hopefully he can stay healthy. But like you said, those top three interchangeable for sure. Yeah, it's just, they're built different. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. But yeah. that's it. That's the end of this. I, I mean, this was a lot of fun. This was probably yeah. th- this. This was my most fun, uh, you know, bit of content I think uh, mm-hmm. since doing this show. I mean, I just getting an opportunity to go down and just do the research and then share without really sharing ahead of time. So then you and I are like, oh yeah, I have them at five. I am at five too. It, it was a lot of fun. And I'm glad yeah. I was able to do it with you, Cam, because I think, you know, you really put your heart and soul into this. And I, I think you know, for the people, <laughs> people on the internet, they need to know my guy put in the work, man. My guy put in the work. He <laughs> was doing yeah. a lot of research, watch, you know, watching a lot of film and, uh, you know, doing just all sorts of, you know, whether it be, you know, watching uh, film or, you know, just like reading different things and, uh, you know, taking stats and kind of just making your argument. I think you did a nice job of it. Uh, albeit we do that. have, yeah, of course. And we, we do have a time window. So, I mean, we could go on for two hours if, if you <laughs> wanted to, but uh, we do have a time window. So, uh, you know, thank you to everybody that watched because this has been an absolute blast doing this and you guys made it happen. Um, and uh, we'll get that. If you haven't already seen the graphic, that will be out uh, soon. So very much looking forward to that response. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're going to give, you know, as we always do, we're going to give a little birthday shout out to uh, Aldra Wilson, also known as Al Wilson, uh, 46 years old. Happy birthday to Al Wilson. He played from 1999 to 2006. And during that time with the Denver Broncos, entirely with the Denver Broncos, the linebacker had five Pro Bowls and he was an all pro. So happy birthday to Al Wilson. Big Al. Happy birthday, my guy. (laughs) So that's going to do it. I hope you guys enjoyed. It's been a lot of fun. Cam, well, we, we got stuff planned. So I'm excited. I'm excited for them to see. I'm sure you're excited. We're going to get into it. We're going to. We're just going to go, you know, we're, we love doing our, our series. So we're going to do another series. Spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> Stay but, <tuned>. that, <laughs> but that's going to do it for us. Be sure to like, subscribe, comment, rate, review, wherever you're consuming this content. You can follow my guy at Cameron Lynch 50. You can follow me at JK Bogan. And you can follow the show at Off The Edge Show on Twitter. Until next time, guys, you guys take care. And we'll see you guys soon. Later, folks.